hope everyone's healthy and staying at home. Mm, yes, stay home, love each other digitally, but that's what we're here for. If you're listening to this episode uh, from your ear pods or AirPods and you're out and about, your device is going to self-destruct in the next two minutes because you should be at home. If yeah. you're listening to this at home, this will run in full, clean, beautiful <laughs> HD quality. But for any of you outside your houses right now, you've got two minutes. Naughty, yeah. naughty. Mm, and not explode in the good way, you guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special quarantine episode of A Mouthful with Laura and Romy. How you doing, girl? Uh, a little lonely, but I feel pretty good. It's kind of it's kind of nice so far. How are you? I miss you so much. Miss you so much. It's crazy because I feel like I'm talking to you through like a, a prison glass. Like I'm like, babe, wait for me. It's crazy. So yet so far. I'm very, in, very ASMR though. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm in mourning. So I'm like in all of my black funeral attire because that's kind of what it's starting to feel like for me. Um, it hasn't been easy. It looked very chic though. I thought like, you know, hair pulled back, red lipstick, like. Hmm, well, I haven't, I haven't done makeup in so many days. I'll be honest. Like I, I've loved how little of production is required in my day. Yeah. You know, I needed a little break, but that's also what I'm missing because it keeps me glued together, you know? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been tough trying to acclimatize to being home all the time. Yeah, it, it is like a weird balance. Like I took a shower and put on makeup today, but I'm also wearing a donut onesie and slippers. So yeah. I mean, I <laughs> am wearing pants, which feels very foreign mm -hmm. because the last thing I've been putting on in my day to day is any kind of like bottom whatsoever. I've just been like free assing it to the world. <laughs> I've got a lot of windows in my place and mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I, there's been no stopping me from standing, sitting <laughs> looking out the windows completely naked. And I don't think anyone minds. I haven't received any complaints. Exactly. It seems like you're doing a public service. It's a public service entirely. <laughs> it is that's what it's that's what it's supposed to be you're welcome city of toronto yeah yeah come check me out i'm in a little bit <laughs> um but no it's been it's been challenging to stay connected i'm finally replying to emails from family look oh. i've been bad in keeping up to date with people that aren't business or friends like mm. you know the social network those people anyone that's on my social media i can get to pretty easily but you know, I've got some older people in my family. And so I've had to actually write longer winded reports because of course they're all worried. Don't yeah. make sure you don't go outside, make sure you don't have it. But also I haven't replied in like a year or so. So there's we have no excuse. People can be like, oh, sorry, I didn't see it. I wasn't around. I was super busy. It's like, no, bitch, you're home. No, so home. Yeah. So you have to get back to that. And so it's been challenging in all facets of my life at this point. It's been crazy. It's changed so much in the world already in just like the past couple weeks. It's incredible how much it's consumed the globe. Like this is now the entire world experiencing a shutdown. We're all forced back inside of our homes where mm. so much of the life that we live and love to live is limited. You know? Yeah. You can't even work. You can't go out and play. It's Some people can't. It's very, very limiting and very sad and scary, but, but we will get through this. 
we're gonna get through this and thank god for skype honestly video chat like where there's a will there's a way man that's why i always very much praise like social media and technology it's it's why we can basically reach out and touch each other without the fear of coronavirus well yeah from a distance and don't look too closely because these babies are so in need of a fill my roots are Mm. i'm gonna be a full brunette by the time this is done you know what i mean (laughs) Like, that's I, so funny. Some I mean, that's true. Like, I was joking with, like, my spray tan lady, like, the last time I got tanned two weeks ago, I was like, you're going to be so busy when this is over, though. And you realize, like, how many non-essential businesses are pretty essential for, like, the basic comforts of everyday life. It's all wellness. Like, sure, I can have a bath and exfoliate my body, but I also like to go to a spa from time to time. And the minute yeah. we're shut down here in Toronto, I started like DMing private owners being like, is there any way I can come in? Oh, and- wow. Just let me in by myself. Let me I'll in just myself. sit in the water alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like, it, it would just be great. Oh, the little joys, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, but that makes sense. I was like, yeah, they probably shouldn't have like bathhouses and like Korean spas open yeah. right now. No, they, they can't do any of that because like, that's the last place you want to be. Those are warm, incredibly warm, close Warm, wet. Yeah. There's a lot going on in this universe right now. I can hear a siren as we're talking, and I've been hearing so many more sirens recently that it's it's a real thing. You know, it's pretty fucked up. And what uh, a lot of people watching and listening right now don't know is we wrapped season two of A Mouthful literally exactly two weeks before the shutdown or less than two weeks before the, the Los Angeles lockdown. So yeah. it's gotten very real very fast. I just, I remember when we were in hair and makeup for some of those final episodes of season two, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was like, oh, do you have your hand sanitizer? Yeah, there's this thing, there's this virus. But I yeah. had no, yeah, I had no way of knowing that it would get to this level. No, I don't think anybody did. And I think it really started getting very serious, like in America, at least to us. Uh, when we were shooting, because that's, I think, when Italy was quarantined, we were like, what, the entire country shut down? That's crazy. Anyway, I got hand sanitizer, so we were kind of still in that middle ground, like, oh, we might be okay, but, huh, isn't that strange? Other countries are getting shut down, flash to a week and a half later. And then it's progressed to this level where it's, it's strange because if I look out the window, I can see people in the neighborhood that are, you know, doing their day-to-day things, jogging, walking their dogs, going grocery shopping, but you don't see anyone interacting. You see each other completely. I mean, I've done grocery shopping since, and I'm sure it's the exact same for you guys, but they now have a guard up against the cash register, a piece of glass so that the person, the cashier doesn't have to be, you know, in danger of getting spit on or some shit. Wow. And they only let a certain uh, capacity of people to, into grocery shop. Everyone's gapped outside waiting. Yeah, well, well, we do have, like, you can't, certain people are only allowed in the store at a time. And there's actually, like, red tape on the floor when you, like, get close to the checkout that separates people by what I believe is six feet. And you're not allowed to uh, put your stuff on the table to check out until the person in front of you is finished. So it, we're, we're getting there. But I'm, I'm surprised how restricted Canada is thus far. You guys don't have any lockdowns though yet. 
not yet, but now the smallest, like the, the only possible gatherings have to be five people or under and everyone's got to be two meters away. So I know like people are meeting up in parks and shit. Like they're trying yeah. to still <laughs> like have a connection with each other. I'm like, just take it online at this point. Honestly, though, I mean, we, we are very lucky in that sense. Like, come on, like how many people like still get to continue most of their basic daily lives? Yeah. We just I mean, we're. Up a really lucky industry um i'm seeing a lot of people like a couple different adult performers are like offering to give some money to those in need but like they flat out said on twitter if you need money talk to me like, yeah that's incredible but you know yeah. it's only industries that's actually been okay through this yeah i mean in all honesty i mean i think that's where i i have like this little debate myself when it comes to like these kind of crazy trying times because uh, online creators are some of the only people really right now that aren't like too hurt when it comes to work. Like I can still keep shooting for my premiums and webcamming. Um, so I honestly don't think, oh, oh, semi freeze for it. Already got it. Uh, um, <laughs> dramatic pause. Um, so I I'm not, this almost maybe sounds like a little bit cruel, but I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for people who didn't stop shooting until like the last minute or well, like defending it or being like, we have to be back on set. Like, no, you don't. Like you no. really have options. You have more options than most people, at least in America right now. So that was really frustrating to me that it took a while. And the Free Speech Coalition actually had uh, a voluntary hold on adult performing on like large sets that weren't from people in your old household about two yeah. weeks ago. And people were like, oh, fuck that. They can't tell us what to do. They're not the boss of us. And I'm like, oh my God. But like, there are only kind of regulation in this industry that keeps us legit. It was it's also, very, it was very scary, like the resistance that some people have to, to not work, which I understand it's scary. Oops. The resistance some people have to not work, which I understand it's scary out there, but it's it's bigger than us as individuals right now. And in some ways, adult performers are, are very lucky. I mean, in, in all in my opinion, like your work has suffered yeah. more than like my work necessarily. Like I can't go on sets, but you can't even go into your own studio with everybody nowadays, right? Well, the studio work that does need to get done on Naked News, we gap mm. the arrivals of every anchor that's going to be on the show. So people are still going in to shoot, but no one else is in the studio except a camera guy that's sitting you know, in one corner of the room and wow. the anchor delivering the news stands on the other side and has, you know, a microphone and a camera on them. But otherwise, like no one's in the dressing room together. Obviously, yeah. production yeah. has cut down a lot, it, but it's mm -hmm. not completely eliminated. But I'm also trying to create naked news worthy content from home. You know, like there's no reason why we can't be producing uh stuff at home. Yeah. I mean, how much can you really do at home in your job? Oh, hold on. You froze a little bit. Yeah. It's tough when it's information based. Romy, who's doing your nails? Oh, I literally, I got these done um, like a week before, like the week prior as yeah. things like where I, I was afraid, honestly. Okay. Let's talk about when we kind of started taking this seriously because uh, like it started really popping up a lot as we were wrapping shooting 
Um, and then when you went to New York, I feel like it was like as soon as we were done, like it was day by day by day, shit was like going down. New York was starting to get a little like freaked out. And it was that week after, it was like the week of like the 12th, 13th, 14th, that I like I got my nails did, I got my hair done, I got my last spray tan, like, because it was after Italy shut down and people were talking about it more so, like South Korea's gonna shut down, parts of America might, everybody's gonna shut down, it's gonna be martial law. And right. a part of me was like, we might want to be prepared for that. Because I was watching like uh, the YouTube videos and like little like news spots of, uh, doctors and scientists that seemed pretty legit and they were all saying don't panic but get prepared and i'm like whoa they don't usually say that no one ever tells americans to like fucking get shit together and get prepared if no. there's not a reason so no, yeah that was my prepared week if you use that kind of language there's going to be a panic regardless you know of it course. was that like borderline that was such a crazy couple days because I flew from LA to Toronto, literally dropped a bag, picked up another bag of luggage for an overnight in New York to go cover the sex workers pop-up that was happening mm -hmm. in West Village. And that was the first day of the event. And we get there and it's really well attended. It's like there's lineups down the street of people that want to attend the speakers panels. There's an art gallery element to it. And the next day they were closed down. Wow. The next day? The next day the event was shut down. So what day was that? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly what day it was because I went for the opening day of the sex workers pop-up. So it was like, I don't know, the the second or third day, they had to immediately shut everything down. So suddenly it couldn't be attended by the public. It was like crazy because we got in that one day to shoot and yeah. that was it. Then the event couldn't continue because no one was allowed to attend spaces like that. That's crazy. Like, so that was really fucking fast though. They started shutting shit down like, because you then, left on like the 6th. So that had to be like, what, before the 10th? That's right. The 10th was was likely the day. And the scary thing is, is anyone who's been to New York in the last month or whatever is supposedly, you know, more than likely infected with it somehow or is a carrier. And so that counts me because I was at LaGuardia, honey, the worst place on earth. Travel um, right now. Oh. You know, and so I, I've been living in a fear of like waiting for this virus to just explode in me and it's going to happen. Um, I've seen a couple people like around my age and kind of in my social circle, they don't live in my city, but I know some people that are affected by it right now. Mm -hmm. And like, shit's scary. I see uh, there's a friend of mine who's hooked up to a ventilator system in Miami right now. Wow, really? So you flat out know people who have the coronavirus? Wow. Yeah, and it's 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 a really scary thing, you yeah. know. So many are are somehow touched by it, whether we're carriers or not, and we don't know the harm that we're doing and the interactions that we make. Yeah, and a lot of people like for a while they were like, "Oh, young people can't get it. We're fine," and that was kind of the excuse for people to be assholes for a while. And now, once it's kind of coming out that people in their 30s and 40s actually can get it, people are like, "Oh shit, maybe we should pay yeah. attention to this now." Well, the the whole spring breakers that were in Miami that were partying—that oh, pieces of shit. <laughs> I have such a, a a conflicting opinion on that because a part really? of me. Knows 
the reality that if I was that age and it was my spring break. <laughs> Stop. Like, oh, like, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm not ready. The world wasn't ready. Wait, the world wasn't ready. Say that again. If it was your spring break. <laughs> so I was conflicted because I'm remembering being that age. And mm -hmm. I know how much a party meant to me. So part of me is saying, fuck them. They shouldn't be out partying so irresponsibly. But part of me is saying, fuck, I might have been one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. Like, how do you know? And hey, like, like I, I get it. people like plan fucking trips for months, spends all their money. And for a while, it really wasn't like shown as super serious and people don't want to cause a panic. But in some ways, like we should have reacted more. Like all the people telling us that we were underreacting, uh, like or overreacting, we were actually underreacting. Yeah. So, exactly. Well, that's, that's proved itself now. You know what I mean? Like look at how far these restrictions have gone just to try and control it. So clearly we weren't doing our best when we first, you know, caught wind of this and tried to action yeah. ways to stop it. Like we weren't doing our best. Oh no. But I mean, anybody wants to think of like this kind of thing would ever happen. Like what kind of shit is this? Like I was, I've been in a, in grocery store lines with like, like older women who are like, people have like, Oh, relax. This happened before. And she's like, this has never happened before. And it really hasn't. Well, we're living oh. through history. Like this is going to be one of the big experiences, historic moments that go in the history books. And, you know, people will be studying this for years. If there are still people after this thing ends, you know what I mean? Like, no, it's so true. This is a massive thing. It's taken over the globe. It's not, you know, one city that we have to block off. Like India is like completely shut down. Completely. We're wow. talking a billion wow. people or so. Like it's shut down. Yeah, we're like we are a few feet away from martial law in some places. So it, it's it's very it is pretty scary. Trump also really wants to get those borders open soon and wants to get people back to work. And I this is where Easter. This is look, as a businessman, he could not he can't have this. He cannot have his reign of presidency include something as depressing as this coronavirus fucking the economy. He can't have that. Yeah. It's cause it it's it's fucking the economy already. It's yeah. it's very scary. Yeah. yeah. We get daily updates every day in Canada. Like mm -hmm. our prime minister, the gorgeous Justin Trudeau. I mean, he, yeah. He's not for a politician. He's very fuckable. Yeah, he's fuckable for a politician, you know, like I of all of them go, he would be like one of the first we all go to. I mean, really, come on. Now. If you were to line them up, who do you really think you'd go to for the most fucking Justin Trudeau? Yeah, you're going to see like the line of women all head. Yeah, um, you know, and, and I just here's where here's my biggest conflict. I know how selfish this sounds. Trust me. Nice. I've had a lot to think about it. I'm taking such a personal moment here thinking that everything was in motion in my life. There was so much momentum happening career-wise. Like, I spent a lot of years just 
playing casually and being a bit of a party animal and seeing which way the wind blows me. And the last three years or so, I got my shit together and I have been gunning for mm. what I want out of my career. And now, boom, it all shuts down. I had been like in this swing of, you know, working really hard, but seeing shit happen, whether it's this podcast or whether it's the fact that I was traveling once a month to go to all of these events around the world. Like I always had a bag packed and ready to go because I was yeah. going somewhere. And now yeah, I'm not going. Everywhere. You had to cancel like so many trips. So it's probably fucked up your schedule, like a lot more than some other like, people's to be honest. Yeah. Like your whole job is traveling host and uh and I know how much you hate to be grounded like I know I know how much you hate staying in one place and that you want to be in LA so I'm like Laura is so pissed she's so over this already I get I am, it I mean that's I, I'm glad you know because seriously it's you know it's taken a toll on me and I find that it gets the worst for me at night the yeah. minute that it gets usually I start to mentally prepare what I need to do in the coming days. That's when I take notes in my mind of what's coming up, what I'm looking forward to, what I'm getting a good night's sleep for. Yeah. And the last couple nights, there's nothing. Like I'm pacing yeah. the cage being like, is that new RuPaul episode out yet? Cause like I, I need it. Kind of. No, that's really what we're all like waiting for nowadays is just uh, news or entertainment. But I get it. I can like picture you being like a little tiger in a cage in your apartment. Just like I need yep. to stretch my legs. Girl. Uh, I understand. It's like you got your wings clipped. I That I told I don't even think that's selfish. It, like it basically put most people's lives on pause. You know, even yeah. if you're not like destitute and afraid of like how you're going to eat, like it's still, it's still fucking with your life and everybody's life. So it's okay. I think it's, that's like the grieving process, right? It's okay to be like angry and sad, and frustrated. Like this is fucking what's going on. This is crazy. I mean I'm all of those things and more. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Uh, so how have you been, like, coping? What have, like, been your... Has it been a lot of sleeping, eating, smoking? I mean, hey, I'm not judging anybody. Eating. Smoking. Um, bad reality TV. Oh, uh, right. Girl, I have gone to new lows. I'm watching <laughs> shit, like... The Circle on Netflix. I watching The Circle. That's awesome. I, I mean, don't even know if you're on that show. We could I do that now. That. Oh, I would slay that show, honey. I would love Wait, that. Can you, like, walk me through what your days are? Tell me a regular day in quarantine for Romy. You know, I gotta say first that, like, I I've been somebody who's honestly handling it pretty well. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm one of the people who's like introvert, only child, single parent, latchkey kid. I'm like, people are like dying, like, after two or three days, like, quarantine, day 59. I'm like, you guys, it's day three. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I have honestly, in the funny way, especially early on, like, we're, we're getting into like the other stages of all of this, but for me for a minute it was like an amazing forced vacation like I, I never sleep enough I'm like um I don't really have the crazy travel bug that you have but I'm always pretty obsessive about like doing something yeah. I like to be in my general vicinity but like I'm like what am I doing now I believe in like next keep going make things better um so I probably wouldn't have taken any kind of break like this unless it was forced 
Um, and then I also kind of like being left alone. <laughs> so yeah. there's that awful, like, nobody's like walking up to me, like going to the grocery store. Everybody's really far from you. So there's like, there's moments as like uh, the introvert only child that I really enjoy. Um, and like, man, sleeping for three days straight, not a big deal. You're like what? You mean I can like be high in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I've waked and baked the past few days. Not today. Cause you know, I was trying to be a little professional, get ready. Hey. Um, but so yeah, so luckily knock on wood, I have been somebody who's kind of been enjoying like the semi forced quarantine. Cause I wouldn't have otherwise, um, besides the fear, you know, that fear that goes along with this quarantine. Of like, yeah, people around you are dying. We're canceling all events and parties. And yeah, um, um, I am getting into that stage. Where I'm like, okay, now I'm feeling like depressed because I'm being lazy. So now yes. I'm getting into that stage where I have to clean and get you together, right? It's like that weird cycle. It's like, oh, it feels so good to relax. But then if you do that for too long, you're going to feel bad about yourself for relaxing too much. Here's my thing. There is no end in sight. If I knew that we've got three weeks that we've got to sit still yeah. and 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 get through this, but at mm -hmm. the end of three weeks, I can buy a flight and go somewhere knowing that I'll be able to leave that place or you know work in that place. Different, but like there's no end in sight. Some people are saying we're going to be doing this for a year. Uh, I can't this. <laughs> I know. Imagine I, being able to travel for a year. That would be awful. I mean, that, no, that would be. I, my spending right now is so low though that's the only benefit is I'm not I'm not out buying lavish dinners I'm not yeah. out treating people to bottles of booze I'm not out like I'm literally not spending anything I mean honestly like it almost sounds like fucked up depending on who you talk to but in these times like uh when the economy is kind of like tanking things like entertainment and sex work and drugs and alcohol they make money so yeah. this is honestly like if you can save money or make money right now, it is the absolute best time to do it. Don't touch your face, Laura. Don't touch your face. Yeah, hey, it's fine. If you're in your own home, because I mean, hey, I, I am admittedly such a face toucher. But if you're in your own home and you're sanitized and everything, like you're fine. You're fine. I took a shower. We cleaned my own place. Anytime, so even like delivering stuff like deliveries, I get more yeah. paranoid with that now, too. I saw a news report saying it lives on cardboard. Oh, yeah, it can live on pretty much anything from what I've heard for at least hours, if not days. And one, like, fucking news study was saying it can live on certain surfaces for 17 days. <laughs> I was like, what? I yeah. swear to God. It's See, bad. I'm like, I am getting packages with my gloves on. You have to, but do you turn on the news or at this point, are you like, maybe a check-in and then shut off? Like, I can't leave it running for a long time. No, yeah, I do the check-ins. Um, I, I do like, you know, like the, even the, like the Twitter blips, like what's yeah. the important, like new shit that just came out. Somebody gets shut down. Is something new happening? I do like YouTube. Uh, YouTube, especially because everything's usually in chopped up increments. So it's like, okay, you're not watching like an hour straight of something. You're watching like five to 10 minutes of like this doctor saying something. So I've been doing more of that than like just watching like the addresses from Trump because sometimes that just like really grates on you. So I'll usually wait for the 
the synopsis of that, but I have been really trying to pay attention to what actual doctors and scientists are saying. And you're possibly not wrong when it comes to like the year I've heard that too, because really what they're saying is like, we're flattening the curve, which means this is going to last longer because if it lasts longer, it's better, less people die. It's a whole fucked up thing. But It's just going to take longer time to control it. But it's going to peak in Valley. Like they're saying it's going to dip a little bit. Like once we get into like summer, fall, and then it's going to spike again once we get into uh like winter 2021 like my mental state yeah i mean honestly right it's it's gonna ebb and flow baby but where it's been you know like it's again forgive me for the selfishness but romy it's my birthday okay it's almost your birthday well this will be out when it's your birthday officially but happy almost it will be my birthday so in the comments below i better get all of the birthday love i mean all the sympathy all the love all the presents oh yeah make sure you uh promote your amazon wish list oh i would love to i'm gonna have a lot of fun things for everyone to pick through because usually i like to go on a road trip for my birthday yeah that's what you do on your birthday every year i get my twin sister who i never really see and we rent a really nice car and we go on a drive somewhere and it kills me that i can't even say hey maybe we'll delay it a month like i don't know maybe we'll never go on that trip you know <laughs> maybe i'll never see you again never see and she's in new york so it's like extra scary she sent me a I mean, photo today of a neighbor of hers being taken out of the building on a stretcher no apartment complexes right now do scare me like i i did recently move and like the more i thought about that in like recent weeks i'm like that was kind of a good idea because i went back to my old place to pick up some shit like literally the day after like the la hold was i'm like fuck if i don't get like the chance to come back here let me grab like some last shit and it's 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 a little scary in like big buildings where a lot of people are, a lot of concentration. Like I wore gloves and a mask just to like run up and run down. And I got an email from that complex that was saying that some people were already sheltering in place. We yeah. need to, uh, everything shut down and blocked off community wise. And we need to expect that some of our community members will come down with like coronavirus, COVID-19. So yeah, it's it's pretty scary. Like the more honestly, the more isolated you can be right now, like the better. As fucked up as that sounds, I'd be scared in an apartment complex. Uh, I mean, I just live on. Uh, there's one above me, and that's it. Thank God. Okay. But um, uh, what do you think the permanent change will be in the way that we go about our lives? Um, I do think uh, it'll take people a while to get readjusted. I mean, even people like myself who are kind of naturally a little paranoid. It's, it's going to take me a while to be cool with, I mean, hey, again, I already don't like when fucking strangers and shit come up to me. So in some ways, hey, I'll take, take the wins where I can. But I do think if people are going to, smart people are going to be more nervous about big, because again, like this could last for a while and it's very likely that it's going to get a little better and then get worse again. Um, I feel like a lot of the like hugging that we do and the sharing drinks, like all of mm-hmm. that physicality that we have like you know me I love kissing strangers you know, <laughs> no no you can't kiss strangers anymore Laura <gasps> you know like 
we just kind of carry ourselves and interact with each other, I think it's going to take a permanent change. I think we're going to see, yeah. you know, precautions in place about how we maybe connect and touch each other. And, and, and you know, that's going to be the permanent change from this. That's what I'm expecting. I think so too. I think like a little bit of extra caution is something almost necessary anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't see like the, the kissing at Coachella probably isn't going to happen nearly as much. Um, aw, but that, that'll really cut into our social lives, man. I do. You're telling me that's yeah. like a hard for me. I got shit to do. You know, that's true. Will you have more desire to do stuff like that? Like, how do you feel like once this is over, like how ready, cause our jobs are, you know, relatively physical, like are around a lot of people. How do you, how do you feel about going in back into everything? Like if they actually did lift this, cause us, we're supposed to be on lockdown in LA at least until April 19th, possibly longer. So say wow. they lifted it, would you, yeah, literally it's wild. Um, would you be okay with going right back to work? Not immediately, at least not in the, the, the way that I was. I mean, I would travel constantly and become very involved in the group I was joining. If it was a vacation group, if it was um, a, a show or a production, like I would be backstage. I would be, you know, yeah, having a sip of a water bottle. I don't know if it's mine, you know, like I would be very much in the throes. I would have my hands on people, obviously consensually, yeah. but... I think a lot of that's going to change, you know? And yeah. so for me, I don't know if I'm necessarily ready. I also am aware that a lot of other people are taking their own personal effect from this mm. and need to be considerate of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you mentioned something really interesting. I didn't even think about the, the convention scene. I mean, it passed through my mind at one point, but that's so true, though. I mean, yeah. Expos Miami is supposed to be, like, late May, and they haven't canceled it yet because they're waiting, basically, to see what happens in April. But, like, it's getting to the point where I don't I don't know. I'm, like, I'm a little uncomfortable. Like, I, I canceled every scene that I had in March, even before the lockdown. And it just, it's, yeah, imagine, like, AVN. I mean, when this spikes again, which is supposed to, like, in the winter... Right. Yeah, I, I agree. It's probably going to change like a lot of and then fuck like, you know, sporting events and like stand up comedy. I was like, I watched like a, a podcast yesterday about it. Like people like everybody is getting fucked and out of work. Like what is the future of sporting events and stand up comedy and music and shit? Well, live events have, you know, completely been eliminated from our day to day lives. You can't yeah. attend a live event like yeah. big big opportunity for content creation, massive. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people I know that are live performers are taking to their platforms or learning about platforms and starting to put their content out there. And there is a huge demand for that as well. Viewerships are oh, going up, possibly. you know, like it I've noticed, is. yeah, a lot more people in my lives or if I do stream it or cam, I'm noticing a lot more people are in there because we're at home. Yeah, and what else? We're at the same time, as much as there's a boom in viewership, there's less ability to be spending on some of those additional services, those additional um, premiums, whatever it might be. You know, yeah. like if you offer a, a custom or if you offer, um, you know, a, a different access platform that needs to be paid 
people aren't as ferociously going for it. They're like, you know what? I don't really have it in my budget right now. Yeah. I mean, and I can understand that. I can understand where like a lot of people will be like, oh, I can't spend as much as I used to, but people you need entertainment. So there's still spending a little bit, right? It's like the only thing keeping us really sane anyway right now. So yeah, that's in one way that I'm really grateful. Again, like the plot, we talked about it so much in season one. How many times did we talk about like premiums and that it's incredibly important and it's the only way the industry is going to eat and survive long term if anything happens? Like this situation, more than any other situation in my experience, has really shown like the importance of things like OnlyFans and like uh, FanZone and FanCentro and like webcam companies like Cam4. Like I've never been more grateful for these kinds of opportunities because it's the reason that we're able to eat and survive in this time. And at this point, if people aren't on premiums, they're fucking stupid. And I'm saying, oh my God, everyone should be. OnlyFans, get your ass on FanZone, get your ass on Cam4 make some money the money's there like there's literally no time like the present and i don't know mm. want to, they want to watch it right now too we're all okay, this, home we're all home this might be a weird one but i mm. stay up at night because i can't sleep and i'm thinking and my mind is going do you think that this is some sort of punishment for the rise of casual sex you know <gasps> No, because then it would be sexually transmitted. And they said you you can you can't get a corona right? Think about it. Yeah, because it's not an STD. Because you can't get it through well, you can get it through kissing, but it's not like even supposed to be vaginally transmitted. But apparently you can get it from eating ass. You can get it from their fecal matter. So be yeah, they did, yeah. So you so be careful like eating ass. <laughs> Cause that actually has been reported that you can get it from fecal matter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think like, like New York, like they posted about it. That's crazy. But, uh, but like, yeah. you know, for a while, I feel like we were in this like renaissance where like people were free to kind of hook up more fluidly. And I mean, I was attending so many of these events in these big cities where you have these love piles of people oh, just kissing oh. and orgying. I'm, I'm turning that into a verb, orgying. I love that. I, I love a good like, orgying. You know, but then this happened and i'm still in touch with so many of those people around the world that run elite sex parties and they're losing their minds i bet i mean there's been that big debate too about um i even saw some like uh some doms talking about i can't believe people are having play parties right now and there was like a debate between people in that world about if play parties should still be happening right now look i get it play parties and that kind of interaction might be what feeds, you know, your life affirmation. It might be that big thing that makes you feel purposeful, but this is not the time to say, I need this. Like, it's just, you can't put that in the world. You can't try and gather people because you need to fulfill something like that. This is this part of this is about sacrifice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really it's- about sacrifice let's be honest so that's what the sacrifice is that we have to be in this isolation and if like if you really want to play with it if you're like a good dom you can kind of think of this as a really long edging game yeah (laughs) just one big long tease it's such a it's an endless edge for any dom like telling their submissives to hold it till covid is over i applaud you Hang on. Telling their submissives to hold it? 
for the doms out there that are telling their subs to hold their load until COVID is over, I applaud you. That is a next level torture right there. And you I know what? That. This could go on for a while. Yeah, that's something Braddy Nikki would do, and I'm here for it. <laughs> All the rude shit she's Yeah, not till the ban lifts, you loser. Yeah, in LA. Yeah, the cure. Once you find a cure. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I love it. See, find there are ways. There are really ways around stop. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's so many. It's so it. fucking good. It's so good. But I am dreaming of the day that I'm back in Los Angeles. Romy, the last day I was in LA, you understand, I was in that white Mustang convertible that Pam got for me. And I was driving up PCH, past Zuma Beach, past El Matador, with the Mm -hmm. top down and the wind running through me. And it was like, was that supposed to be, was that the universe telling me to say goodbye to all of this? Because I'm not going to have it again? Because it was perfect. No, no. I was telling you that, you know, enjoy it. <laughs> It'll be a second. But now you need to come back. Because, hey, then if you were, like, quarantined, you'd be quarantined here. So Ugh. it just depends. I mean, the weather hasn't been all that great. But, now, Are you really proud to drive? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, I ask these questions, too. I'm like, is it, like, total martial law? Like, will I be arrested if I, like, fucking am on the street? They did close down beaches and parks in the past few days. So they are getting stricter. But... You won't be arrested just for driving around, to my knowledge. But it, it's still, it feels like we're all grounded. It's kind of fun. <laughs> we're all super, in trouble. Do you feel super horny in this quarantine? I mean, kind of. There is something, you know, exciting about it in, like, that dark, fucked up way. Like, <gasps> these are scary times. Oh, no, what do we do? And then, yeah, you have more the urge to masturbate, too, especially for, like, your premiums. Because also, in a funny way goes back to like the mukbangs and the ASMR. It's it's a way to have company. It's also pretty soothing. It kind of relaxes me to like go live and you know have like an audience to talk to and to like be on the same level with me. So a little bit. Maybe it's like it's a it's fear and anxiety horniness, but horniness nonetheless. And it's worth it. It's it's paying off. I'm, there has been a huge influx. <laughs> I'm really worried about my clit in this quarantine. Cause Are I'm like t- I'm just like masturbating out of boredom, like yeah. nonstop. Yeah, like I can understand it's that. It passes the time, and I've like literally punished it at this point. Like, yeah. The reconstructive surgery down there, it's okay. I'm working on the budget for it, but like, I just feel like I've been going so goddamn hard. It's just one of the only things that make me feel like it's okay. Everything's good. I'm just like, let's just jerk off again. Let's masturbate. Let's masturbate. Let's keep doing this. And, you know, I I, I get to connect and see the faces of so many of my friends. So I like pull up a good video and just like all hours of the day, it'll just go. It's self-care in all honesty. You got to take care of yourself. Relax, you know, let out them juices. Are you you filming most of it though? I have been doing some really fun fucking content lately, like really beautiful. I've had the time to set up some of the most beautiful videos ever. Like even something like a body tour has never looked this beautiful. Like that's something that I'm enjoying a lot of because, you know, yeah, it's great to do the run and gun shit with your phone wherever you are or whenever you have a chance, but no joke. I'm taking this to like Oscar worthy cinematic performances. Like you're seeing like 
these incredibly beautiful shots and I've been having a good time just getting those out there. And so, yeah, check out my fan zone because there's a lot of beautiful shit to just feast on. Oh, I love that. See, that's, see, that's kind of true though. That's so exciting when you like put it that way that you're kind mm -hmm. of upping your own game when it comes to your own shit. Like you're going to get so much better with shooting and editing and uploading and all that. By the end of this, people who are on top of their content, I think it's going to only get better and better. I'm excited. Yeah. Wait, let's, just... we have to do, this is very important because this is like, this is what's like keeping the world alive right now. We need to promote our shit. What is your fan zone, Laura Desiree? Um, so you go to nakednews.com slash fanzone and click on my face and you get a monthly subscription to access all of my uncensored content. That's galleries, videos, live streams. I've been working really hard and I've uploaded like every weekend I usually upload four or five new videos. Oh, so yeah. like, yeah, I've been putting out a shit ton of clips and they're all super gorgeous. There's a bunch of different themes and different fantasies that you might be, you know, thinking, is that even a possibility with Laura Desiree? Yes, it is. So I've got a lot of really gorgeous stuff up there right now. Oh, that's exciting. Do you have yeah. an OnlyFans? What's your OnlyFans? I have OnlyFans and I'm waiting for it to be completely revved and ready. At this point, we're putting everything up into, you know, the, the page right now. So uh, at this point, I, I, I don't know what here. Did I freeze? Putting everything up on the page. So right now I am putting everything up on my OnlyFans and I'll have to let all of you know when it's active because at this point it needs to go somewhere and get organized. So it's yeah. all it's all been delivered. Now it's about organizing it. Nice. Do you know what your username is? Is it just Laura Desiree? Laura Desiree. Just me. I love that. I found it. Like, put something up. I'm like, honey, it's coming. <laughs> oh, see, they're dying. They're dying for it. But yeah, content. thank you, people. I mean, shit, like, if you want to support your favorite sex worker and beyond, this is how you keep us in business. Help us help you. We want to entertain you. Be there for us. We'll be there for you. You can find me on OnlyFans.com slash Romy underscore Rain and pretty much everywhere else on the internet. And yeah, but I'm not done with you yet. We just had to throw that in there. That was a nice little mid-roll because it, it fucking that's really important man i still it is fucking crazy how much we've been talking about premiums and content make sure you have your own shit make sure you're like trying to pay a little bit of attention to that because if you have all your eggs in one basket and anything happens it's fucking yeah. scary and like the craziest fucking shit in the world just happened so romy if you look into your crystal ball right now <laughs> honestly like like firm firm Firm. Prediction. firm, firm prediction here. How firm is how, it? How do you see this ending and when? Seriously. <sighs> I mean, honestly, I, I kind of, I will be a little bit surprised if the, the LA ban lifts by April 19th. I, I hope that when it lifts, it's on a proper time because I'm a little bit nervous about things going quote unquote back to normal too fast because from what a lot of people seem to be saying like you were saying it, it's gonna be a long game Ooh. it's gonna be a long game and that makes me a little nervous so uh, I don't know I think it's gonna last a little longer than we want it to yeah. um uh, I 
I don't know. I just like I don't want to put it out there, but that's kind of what I think. I I do think it's probably going to go on for a little while. I do think it's going to affect a lot of people and businesses, and that's really fucking scary. I feel. I mean, I have like civilian friends, like some of my closest friends, like are not like in hardcore porn. I mean, even you, like it's uh, like I'm a friend of mine who's um, married to a man who does uh, like announcing for like NASCAR. Oh, nice. Uh, completely out of work. You know what I mean? So uh, it just. And I don't know when their shit's going to come back. Like, they're one of the people that, like, just had to file for government aid. So I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, but at the same time, on, like, the semi-bright side, if you have a job where you're still able to work and still able to save, it fucking... If you have a job where you're still able to work and able to save, like, fucking this is a good, quote-unquote, time for you right now. Make your money, save your money, possibly invest, because if another recession hits, I kind of think like, you know, we're going to have that issue again, like, um, yeah. kind of how it was like fucking 10 years ago, but you could buy like a four bedroom house with a pool in Vegas for like 200 grand. I think it's, which was amazing, but I, Hey, <laughs> but I was too young, but I feel like it's gonna, that's going to happen again. I think we're probably going to get there. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a divide of a lot of people, of like the poor and the rich again. Um, but I do think this is a time period where somebody who is not rich has a possibility to get rich, depending on their their moves and their work and their investments. And all. Uh, No, but honestly, yeah, think about it. If you fucking keep like working, like save a few coins, invest in the right thing, you really could like buy, you know, fucking buy some shit and take care of yourself within a few years. So I think it's, I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I think it's going to be really bad for some people and it could possibly be arguably pretty good for others if they they keep working and keep their heads in the game. I think it's going to change a lot of things socially. Um, but again, loner person. Oh, no. <laughs> no right. clubs. No conventions. Uh, right. But I think it's like the, the being told we can't do it does make me want to do it. I'm like, oh, I haven't been to a concert in so long. I want to go dancing. Right. Like, who's fighting uh, the Hollywood Bowl? Let's go. Like, honestly, who wants to walk Hollywood Boulevard? Like, nobody yeah, ever. Okay. But yeah. I know. Um, I mean, I miss hiking, like that kind of stuff. But, I but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> those those yeah. are basically my predictions. It's going to get, it's going to be both really bad, possibly good for very specific individuals. But I, I don't know. I think we need to be careful for a while. I'm a, I'm a little nervous. I am a little nervous. I was like a little nervous too, like before they announced like the, the money that some people are getting, which, you know, not really that much. Apparently like every American who's making under like 95 K is only going to get $1,200. But how far does $1,200 go in certain places like New York and LA? That doesn't pay for shit. I've like, I've never even had rent that was $1,200. But, uh, <laughs> Right? That's fucking crazy. So, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just wild. Anyway, please, you tell me <laughs> what's going to happen. How do we fix so, it? The way that I'm seeing this go is I think that we're going to be in lockdown till about the summer. Mm -hmm. I think that a cure will be found by the summer. Oh, wow. But getting it to enough people is going to be the hard part. And so I think we'll be up and traveling and ready to rock by fall. I mean it. Like, seriously, I think it's looking more like a fall thing. And if there is a cure or vaccination in place, then looking at that next boom that could come in the winter, well, we'd be able to combat it with, you know, uh, the, the, the vaccination. I don't 
I don't know if that's even close to a reality. I'm not in the medical research labs checking on who's fucking making advances. You're not? You know? Shocking, I know, right? I know. But like, I still- I, I'm just like, all I can do at this point is put- all I can do at this point is put out that hope and that like manifestation that that's how it goes. Cause any longer I'm going to lose it. I will really lose it. That's honestly it sounds right. It sounds doable, but here's, I, I like to try and like put a positive spin on things. Right. Cause that's what we're supposed to be doing in these times. Yeah. What's, the, what's the best part of your day these days in quarantine? Uh, you know, I, uh, this, the, the knowing that I can honestly do whatever I want and that like, I'm pretty much never going to be late for anything. <laughs> There's yeah. no like possibility. Uh, like, unless I just like don't answer the phone or refuse to answer an email. So I think like the, <laughs> the idea that I really can just relax if I just wanted to, uh, is honestly really great. Um, it's like a complete control over your day. So in the, the ways that it turns terrible later on in the day is like, what's great about it first thing? You're like, oh, nobody's telling me what to do. I can roll around in bed for like 25 minutes. I can, you know, eat what I want. I can not shower. I can wear my sweatpants all day. But then, you know, after three or four days, you're like, oh, well, yeah, I feel like a lame piece of shit. I should probably exercise and yeah. God, I hate doing that. My favorite part of the day is always uh, making food. <laughs> yeah. Like a fridge. I usually do a big middle of the day meal and it's like a giant charcuterie board of just trash, like everything I can pull together and I just go for it and I Netflix into oblivion and I just go, I go into a headspace that requires no intelligence and it's great. I love that. What do you like to cook? Tell the people. Oh, I don't cook very much. I like to assemble. So I like to have a lot of really nice cured meats. I like to have a, a big selection of cheeses. I need something uh, really firm, uh, like a ch- uh, an old-aged cheddar. Hang on. Oh. Wait, you got cut off at firm. Oh, I need, like, a, an assortment of cheeses, like a really firm-aged cheddar. I need, like, a really soft milkier cheese that I can run things through um yeah I, I like to make I like to have some pickled elements on there I like to have some sun-dried tomatoes I like to do a shit ton of crackers or breads or something that I can dip things with I'm big about the dipping and compartmentalizing the bites that's me so I love that. That still sounds super fucking fancy if somebody just rolled out with a whole like cheese and meat plate with like That's pickled me. things and all these little sauces and dippings and be like, what? Mama. Best and then what do you watch on Netflix? On Netflix, just trash. Like, there isn't, there, like, I tried watching some of the heavier hitting documentaries and I don't have the attention span for it. And it's stupid because what else am I using my attention for? But I, know, we're very distracted right now. It's like yeah. we have anxiety. <laughs> we need to be calmed down. I need something soothing. I need, uh, like I said, the circle. Hang on. I need the circle. I need the the Japanese show Terrace House, which is just live cams in people's homes. Um, I need uh, uh, Love Is Blind. I need mm-hmm. I need the worst that Netflix has to offer. Tiger oh, King. I haven't watched Tiger King, but people are going ham about that show. How is it? Is he just, I heard it's like this crazy redneck guy. Just it's just everything you can ever want. 
Tiger King is a gift in these times. I love that. Honestly, trash TV is so helpful. You realize, again, like the power and value of entertainment, man. Oh, like there's something therapeutic about it. It just requires nothing from me, you know? And that to me is therapeutic. Yeah. That's true. It just uh, and it's the best and worst of people. It's it's all you want to see. Yeah. It's like it's all the honesty happens. you can't give. <laughs> like fiction Mm-hmm. Everybody and everybody's hot. That's actually it's very true. That is a huge part of the casting process. Did I ever tell you I was almost on the Bad Girls Club? Do you remember that show? Did you ever watch? That's oh, trash. My God, no! Can you imagine? I, they would have like tried to fight me and break all my shit. That's why I didn't do it. I got like all the way uh, like to like the LA casting part where they told us where we were gonna go. Babe, what if you didn't survive that? You know what I mean? Like. That might have been that. That might have been the end, and I'm happy that. So <laughs> would have got into porn after. That's kind of the funny thing about it, because there's. <laughs> Bitch, that would have been crazy. But no, I'm I'm glad, because again, like, dude, I just I knew people were gonna just try to fight me and like and or break my shit, and I'm not here for that. I actually am quite a peaceful broad, you know. But I don't I don't take kindly to the messy situation, right? I try. People no. think I'm going to be more, like, aggressive and rude than I am. And I'm like, I'm really not. I'm just, like, honest. <laughs> I don't no. want to fight. Come on. Uh, I never, like, thought that was really cool. But uh, but that was my almost run-in with trash reality. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm like, I got to adjust my tits. Sorry. You have to, anybody. They're full of love. That's what it you is. They're full of love. I, you know, I am one of those girls that, like, I, I want the girls to be nice to me. Like, I usually expect somebody's going to be rude to me first. So I'm always like, aw. So if you're nice to me, I'm, like, so grateful for that usually half the time. Like, I'm into it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's weird girl syndrome. Like, I know I'm cute, so I don't care. But, like, don't be a dick. Tell <laughs> oh. me we're it we're gonna survive this and we're gonna yeah. be back in that but wait have you ever done actual like trash reality tv would you like would you do like an, a reality show where you had to live in a house with people or a dating show i would do it but i also auditioned for survivor two years ago and i got through three rounds of casting wow what is the casting like they ask you some crazy shit like what what's your game plan how what's your strategy how would you win and I flat out told them sex I would <laughs> like no joke I would seduce everyone to the top like there's oh, no watch that season that would be my strategy and yeah you know what now everyone knows my strategy but I would just <laughs> seduce everyone and I would make yes. my way oh yeah has anybody That's- ever done that before like no one's really fucked their way to the top in Survivor because people are so, you know, conservative about voicing sexuality or presenting sexuality, but I would just seduce everyone right to the end. I mean, that would be great. I mean, they let people like drink and act a fool. Like, well, I mean, granted, they can't really do that so much on Survivor, but they do have those fucking on Survivor. Do they? Like, Can you bring wine? Bitch, they have wine parties when the team wins. Yes, they do. Oh, that's so I'm awesome. saying I would, I would like make. I would be in love with everyone, and I would you know, make alliances, and yeah, I would probably fuck most of them too, you know, like. I mean, they're usually doing that anyway, at least you'd be smart about it, like. 
exactly. That is a, that's definitely like, a strategy. We've got we've got 20 minutes of this golden sunlight. Let's go. Come on. Come on. No, honestly, I've been feeling so lonely. We've been having a great connection. Like, oh, of course, it would totally work. That show. That's why they were probably like, we can't bring her in. Well, no, no, they were thinking about it or else you wouldn't have gone as far as you did. Because if you got like three or four in, that means you were really close. It was also during the time of like hardcore Weinstein surveillance and consent Mm. Me Too culture. So as much as I thought that it would be the best angle to play i'm sure on the production team they were like you know what we don't want any lawsuits because yeah, it was a tough time and we're of course we're still we're still in it and respecting all the the you know leaps we've made but i think I that's okay I, I don't this might sound bad too but there is an irony that you know certain <laughs> certain situations and like rights and the me too era has made it harder for trash tv to be as trashy as it used to be because yeah. there were even like what is it like love island or one of those stupid ones where you know they drank too much and they were in the hot tub and shit happened and it was recorded and the girl kind of regretted it but it wasn't not consensual so i, I get where like nowadays like they have to cover their ass a little bit more like it's a lot harder for somebody to get like assaulted on a reality show nowadays. Romy, I would never wear clothes if I was on Survivor. <laughs> that would be my other thing. They don't though, right? I've no, seen that. They're always in like a really careful little like sarong or so. I just wouldn't wear shit. I'd be <laughs> naked on that island the whole time. I mean, naked. it just makes sense. And yeah. I remember there's even challenges where they have people get naked. Where like, remember they were like, you can either take off your bikini um, and then we'll give you like Oreos and peanut butter. So I'm like, that's no kind problem. of fucked up. <laughs> no problem. I'd, I'd be naked the entire time. So like producers were probably like, we don't want to have to blur all of her all the time. So yeah, we're not taking her. But like, I wouldn't. Oh, I would that was a bad decision on their part. That would have been a great yeah. season. <laughs> There's still time. We're putting it out into the universe, you guys. It would have been their best season, like hands down. Oh, <laughs> people would have been so mad. Would you even have seduced the women? Yeah, you would have, right? I would seduce all of them. I would seduce the men and the women. Are you kidding me? All of them. All of them. I would, I would be seducing everyone. I would also very strategically play some threesomes. I would be like, ooh, and like you need to build alliances. The so first survivor I- orgy. I'm telling you, Survivor orgy. You guys, that's incredible. I know. I had all this plan ready to go, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't take her." I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know, they wanted to. They were just they were like, "Oh, I don't know." I was gonna be on the boat as we're pulling up to our destination. I was gonna just shave my head and scare them, so they're like, "Whoa, this is a hardcore bitch." And then little by little by little, I would jump off that boat naked, stay naked the whole season. <laughs> Just stay fuck naked. And fuck them all. That's what I would do. I would, that would be amazing, though. You would be such a character, and it would have brought them so many views. Because I could see it. I could see, like, the one, like, tall, like, gorgeous, like, naked girl who's blurred. And they're just, like, a blurred naked woman, like, in every frame. Or, like, going to the team meetings. You're just sitting there and blurred naked. It would have been so great. You know, I'd make some good, like, like, like crowns of branches and shit and start <laughs> getting all, like, you know, festival chic on them. Like, you I know I'm not going to do that way. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. You would have been a star. <laughs> there would have been so many memes. Okay. <laughs> it would have been so good. 
I mean, hey, it can still happen. We're putting it out to the universe. We still have dreams and goals. Coronavirus is not taking this away from us. Okay. Uh, this, this is like, <laughs> I'm so here for that. Sorry, I'm not over it yet. I just want to no, see I, like naked Laura wandering the beach. I'm <laughs> telling you. And it's not bullshit. I'm ready to do it. I'm like, let's go. Let's I'm do it. I'm ready. Call I, me now. But it'll, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep dreams and ambitions in check because part of me is like, nope, they're gone. We have to give up on all that now. No, I don't. I honestly, I don't think the world is ending. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, but there really is that huge possibility that once things do get back into gear, it's like, it's going to be crazy. People are going to be working nonstop, you know? So in yeah. some, like maybe enjoy the little break we have now, because you know, people aren't going to be wanting to take a break a day longer than they have to. And that's, that's what kind of scares me a little bit, but also uh, eh, economy. <laughs> Part of me has been begging. Hmm. Hey. Part of me has been begging to slow down for years. So, yeah. you know, I'm in a way, I know that I need to slow down for a second, recalculate, yeah. recalibrate. I just, I wish they could have picked a more convenient time. You know, Honestly. like if we could like sit over weekends, that would be really great because I have you. a lot of it in motion, you know. Can we divorce this pandemic and like just see it like every other Friday? <laughs> Thank you, Romy. Like if we could do that, I would be a lot happier. My mental state would be better. Yeah. I mean, but when is there a good time? Like when is there a good time to like shut anything down? I mean, fuck. At least you weren't out of the country. I was like thinking about crazy shit like that too. Like at least like I wasn't traveling or, you know, I'm not stuck somewhere, or I don't know, like, it wasn't like a huge gig that was like the next week that I was like, depending on or like, I don't know. I mean, it, it fucked with some shit, but uh, could always be worse. It came at the best time, I guess, in that sense, you know, like, it's never, it's never the right time. Yeah, I mean, so come on. we're just gonna have to consider this was the best time for it. You know, there's yeah. never the right time. Yeah. I mean, I still do think like, uh, it's fucking ironic that it's like a few days after we shot a mouthful season two. So we were meant, this podcast is meant to be, you guys. It was really meant to be, okay? Because like... Surviving this. We were getting through this. Yeah, the hordes just waited. And that's hordes with a D. The <laughs> of and virus. The, the really, the big tsunami of this virus just was kept at bay just yeah. until we finished season two. Literally right after, I mean, we fucking, like, we were still able to go, like, you know, shoot our 420 episode, like, hey, coming up, get ready. But, yeah, like, right. we wouldn't have been able to do that, like, a week later. The place no. would have been shut down. No. There's like, a lot to look forward to. So, for everyone watching, like, get ready, because season two is loaded with so many awesome guests. Mm -hmm. you out of the studio. And we, we had a ball like we always do. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how we could top season one, but I think it's like a really great like sister, cousin, twin. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's really color. Is. who knows? I'm excited. And fuck, you know, hey, another like shitty timing, also good timing. We're here to get you through this. Season two is going to be happening through this fucking pandemic. So spend some time with us every Mouthful Monday. We are here for you if you are here for us. We're here for you. Mm -hmm. but I hope we never stop we're gonna as soon as this is over season three bitch I don't care I don't like this is happening 
And I am going to bring all of my belongings because I'm not leaving next time. I mean, honestly, I feel like this shit tells you anything. Like, you need to, like, pick the place that you want to be and just be there just in case. Because you never That's fucking it. know. I don't know. That's so, okay. Like, last, because, I mean, I'm not done. I want to chat. I'm, like, lonely and, like, hang out with me. Okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> my cats think I'm talking to them all day. And sometimes I am. But it's kind of turning into a thing. And... So, so, so nothing, so there's no shutdown in Canada though. They're just kind of politely requesting people not do anything. At this point, non-essential businesses have been closed. So mm. pretty much everything except grocery stores, pharmacies, oh. um, um, and naked news. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, everything has been shut down. You're not allowed to gather anywhere whatsoever. Um, you, there isn't, we're not policing the streets just yet, but mm -hmm. you know, we have been told over the news constantly over and over and over again to stay at the two meter distance. Um, a lot more gloves and masks. I had a great laugh when, I, I, I know, it shouldn't be nice to laugh at other people, but <laughs> it helps. from the studio. And I looked over to the car in the lane next to me and there was a guy with his windows rolled up wearing a mask and gloves. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> Breathing your own air. What the fuck is exactly. Why are you wearing a mask? There was no one in his car. It was yeah. just, yeah, the full thing on. It's like, okay, you know. I get it. I, yeah. I understand the paranoia. But yeah, wait until you get outside. Because that's like wearing a mask and gloves in your own home. And exactly. that's a little too far. Like, <laughs> next level is, you know, uh, Kleenex boxes on your feet. Like, where are we going with this? Like. Uh -huh. You got to be careful, but yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it's something that you can sense and you can see. And when did that happen? Your shutdown in the last, it happened last week. So, um, I believe that was, that was, yeah, that was like March, I don't know, 22nd around there. That's wild. Cause I mean, for a while, like Canada, there was like no cases. You guys were chilling for a minute. No cases. And then just all of a sudden, see, I, that's what kind of freaks me out is it seems like there's more than we know of. And yeah. that's kind of what's like scurry. So wait, is this true? Cause I was like, you know, all the like little memes and shit and like yeah. kind of stuff where it says like people are like getting paid. Is it true that Canada is offering mm -hmm. money to citizens? Canada mm -hmm. sending everyone two grand a month? Yeah. Something like that. Um, oh. I, I haven't been tuning in for that one just because it doesn't really apply to me. And I know that's for everyone, but you know, I'm very grateful that I'm still working, but yes, there is a plan in place to get people out of work. Um, you know, a little bit of compensation in this time. Wow. That's actually, I mean, again, it's, it's more than the U S that's what people were like posting about. It's like England's apparently paying 80% of people's salary. Denmark is paying 75% of people's salary. Canada is sending everyone 2k a month and USA is only doing a one-time $1,200 check. Wow. Yeah. A one time. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was at least two times, but it doesn't appear to be. It seems like it's a one time for adults making under 95K and 500 additional if there's children in the household, which you kind of mentioned earlier, really isn't like it isn't a lot. Like what's $1,200 in New York or Los Angeles? Nothing. Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> that's absolutely nothing in those cities. It's like literally... It gets you maybe a week's worth of your survival, but not your rent, mm -mm. not anything else. Like it's that it's it doesn't it's not enough for anyone. Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of what's really fucked up and scary, too. Like, hey, I guess something's better than nothing. But I'm like twelve hundred bucks. Like 
I don't personally know anybody whose rent that would cover. Yeah. But. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not going to go the distance for people living <laughs> in those big cities. It's just not like, yeah. like seriously, that is maybe, you know, four trips to the grocery store with some dinners, some nights out. That's it. In all honesty, but hey, nights in either way. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. But that's what kind of surprised me. I'm like, wow. So like Canada's fucking giving people more than the USA. Like, and I don't know. I mean, maybe that shouldn't surprise me, but like, you know, American, we like, we want to think our country's like really great. And like I do in a lot of ways, but I'm like, are we really are paying our citizens the least? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Are you kidding me? But yeah, so it's like, uh, I've been kind of watching, like paying attention to like certain little newsy things, but then it's like mildly upsetting. So yeah, I'm getting to the point too, where I feel like I have to pick and choose as well. Like how much to talk about. What American news is like, because in Canada, it's scary, but you guys always turn shit way up to the next level. Like here, if you turn on CBC, which is the Canadian news platform here, it's like, suddenly the announcer's voice that used to be like, tonight's news, it's like, coronavirus. Yeah, and- there's music in the background. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> they were like, I can't turn it on. Like they're using, they're using classic uh, uh, horror film formulas and whatnot. Like everything yeah. is just turned up to the level that, you know, paranoia is impossible to avoid. Yeah. You know, I can imagine a lot of people are just living, you know, in this palpitation of absolute fear. Yeah, I mean, you see even just on, like, social media, most people, like, half of the status updates in the past few days is, like, I'm anxious, I'm exhausted, I'm over it, and it's a lot, but I mean, at the same time, you, like, you feel like you have to pay attention to some things, but then it's, like, Jesus, but it really is, uh, because it all happens so fast, again, like, we kind of are, been in a little, like, semi-quarantine, but it's been, what, like, a week, really? And that's, like, we kind of just started, so, like... (laughs) so long to decide when this quarantine started that's my problem is that <laughs> right <laughs> I, just, I just need someone on the top of this to say great and this is the start time clock it yeah. for me tell me this is when it starts instead of oh now we've had to take further measures quarantine starts now oh now we've had to take further measures quarantine starts again now like yeah. I'm just getting this stop start clock in me where I don't know are we halfway through it are we starting to see an improvement what's going on it's just like it's like you know yeah tomorrow we could be starting the quarantine again maybe because in in some ways we're not like super quarantined like we've been politely quarantined for a few days and then we were like kind of officially like quarantined I agree because it's so funny when you like everybody has a different idea of like when this started some people like quarantine day five quarantine day 20 and I'm like what damn but in my mind, I feel like this kind of only started like officially-ish a week ago. I know my grammar and all that's terrible right now, but yeah. No one's having to flex those muscles. Like, no one's oh been God, it's really scary out here. <laughs> that I can form words right now because looking at my wall has been, you know, really great for my vocabulary. Like, eh, it's fine. I mean, we're, we're getting through it. We're talking about it. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> At least we're not fighting each other. There's a lot of aggression right now. And I get it. People are very, very... I shouldn't be in front of mirrors, but I just can't help it. Stop touching your face. No, I'm joking. I know. Oh, see, that's the thing, too. I know. It's like... I But hey, it's my own home. Something is going to infect me in my own home at this point. Like, ew. Yeah. But, 
But I swear, like, that's why I'm still nervous about, like, fucking even just touching, like, a package or a bag. Like, uh, just that mild paranoia. Of the steering wheel. You know, like, little things that, like, I don't know when the last time <gasps> I fully sanitized it, but now I've had to go back and redo it. And, you know, it's a constant game. Touching Hang- the steering wheel? Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. <gasps> oh, what you doing? I needed to get a charger. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm literally sitting in quarantine right now. I don't know if you know that. I don't know. I'm just like hanging out. I literally like took a shower and put on makeup and just hanging out in my onesie with my coffee. This is my life. Mm. I think it'll go back to normal soon enough. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I don't. <laughs> I miss being waited on by a waiter. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I hope so. I do think you know it'll last a hot second, but we'll get through this. I mean, maybe we'll just have to do like some more quarantine episodes. Well, entirely possible in podcast land. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I know you just want to be back in LA. I want you back here. I don't like that. I don't like that. I want to be in LA. I know. I want to put it out there too. Okay, wishful thinking. We're gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. And it will be. It's gonna be so much fun. And we're gonna get them through this. There's gonna yeah. have to. Watch and listen to us on like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, if you want to see our beautiful faces, because you know we're all visual people too. And we haven't you know? done it yet. We're not gonna give up on you. So don't give up on us and don't give up on yourselves, okay? Make sure you're tuning in every Monday. We've got new content coming out for you, and you're gonna love season two. Love Yay. You're gonna love I it. already love season two. I'm I can't a, wait. I'm obsessed with it. I can't Yay. wait. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with me. It's been like so nice just like chilling on our little quarantine days. Babe, I haven't talked to a human being in a minute. So like, yeah, I, this is nice. We're going to do more of these regardless of whether or not they make an episode. Honestly, this is just great social interaction. And I was thinking about that too, even like when it comes to content, like these are great ways to like do content with other people. Like what if we like did this naked? Like we should do a naked Skype for our people. Let's do it. Or even like like our fan zone and OnlyFans. Like, think about it. No, let's do There's it. Around this. It's happening. We'll make this happen. All right. We will see you guys later. See you next time. This has been A Mouthful with Laura and Romy. <laughs> oh, big mouthful. 